Hello and welcome to the Inspired Podcast. I am your host, Waringa Gada. I have always loved just sitting with my peers and having inspiring conversation around all things us as women. And so this is I bringing you along to some of this very intimate and raw conversation. And my goal in this moment is to remind us whose we are and reconnect us to the source that is Christ. And so this is episode one, a conversation on identity. What does identity mean to you? I have an amazing woman and friend to help me unpack this conversation. And I am so excited to introduce her to you. Her name is Ruth Palnanga. And one word to describe Ruth Powell for all of you who know her is that she's bold. She has an ability to walk in her strength with such confidence and has a God-given wisdom that is way beyond her years. So this is going to be a really good one. And I'm super excited that um, she is open to share her journey with us on finding her identity. So let's get started. Ruth Powell, welcome to the Inspired Podcast. How are you doing? I'm doing well, Marina. How are you doing? I'm well. <laughs> Karibu Sada, I'm so excited to have you here for us to have this conversation. So first of all, let's, let's tell people how we met. <laughs> and, <laughs> and I keep saying you are among the, the, the pack that came with my husband. You know how you marry him and you marry his people? <laughs> I'm your people. Yes, you are his people. And now you have you are my people as well. And I'm so grateful that we were able to connect and and stay friends. Uh, you are a beautiful gem and I really appreciate you. Oh, thank you, Aringa. Thank you for having yes. me. Very fast podcast. My fast podcast. <laughs> You have the right energy for Remember it. You said that it's going, you're not stopping till you get to podcast 100. I, I really, really did. And then I told the wrong person, which is you, meaning I'm not oh, going to. We're still 2022. We are 2022. Ready. When and the new president is coming in. More than one a week. This is <laughs> But thank you. Absolutely. And the. Let me say the excitement and the feedback when I when we did the introduction podcast. Um, it just really um, encouraged me to know that uh, there's a voice that God wants to to share with uh, with people, and and so I pray this will be a, such a healing and a safe, yummy place. You know, when you're in your house with your cup, with your cup of coffee or tea or shai and your book, and you're just nice and cozy. Um, this is the idea behind this podcast that it will just give you just nice, yummy feelings inside of you. Yeah. <laughs> so, for such a time as this, oh, thank you. It's the right, the right person, you at the right time. Yeah. This is COVID life, um, <laughs> it's in the right concerns, mm. and I'm sure your listeners and your friends and everyone will be grateful for the conversation. Mm. I tried to tell my mom about it today. And she just kept looking at me like, so what do you mean? So <laughs> how can I listen to it? <laughs> My mom is, you know, as coyo as they come, you, you know, like, can you break it down to me in Kikuyu? Simplify. 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 Yeah. 
yes like hey podcast at the key you know like she's just like i just told her you know what when when it's out i'll come and then you can we can listen together that's the, but, that was but, but, uh, but i actually i think it's such a wonderful thing that there used to be something special about being on radio but now podcast means that we all radio presenters technically yeah, i mean you're a radio presenter you're providing an audio format of something that people can listen to this yeah yeah their phones jogging, walking outside which is how i listen to podcasts most of the time and her concern was am i being paid is, is there a station is it on radio so it was such a confusing conversation and i laughed and i told her you know what mom like it too i'll bring it and then <laughs> listen to it um she thinks i'm just all over the place but um she's amazing so rospa let's start tell us what are what are you reading this week what are you reading listening watching i came ready i came ready <laughs> that's one like, mm, mm, mm. oh my gosh i love it I, actually, so, so I I read a lot. Mm. I read a lot but um the type of reading and what I'm reading differs. Like it's so funny when you ask me what I'm reading. I am not going to open and inform you that I'm reading something called Equity for All, a global Ooh. No, no, no. Because it's instantly when you ask me what I'm reading, I go to social reading. Mm. Outside of work is what I would mm. call it. Mm. So um this last week I have three books that i've read the first is with a i guess i would call it a book club book club mm-hmm. um a bunch of girls and i every read a book aloud wow. um, pretty much i mean i i got the idea at the beginning of the, of the last time that the president shut us Locked down us. <laughs> last time <laughs> and um we've, we've read a, a bunch of books over the past one year so mm. this part um we just read through a uh, team keller's book the freedom of self forgetfulness um waringa mm-hmm. will link the books i hope they are all- mm, i will i will and um i'm pretty sure i'll be mentioning we're talking a little bit about it even today mm-hmm. uh, my second read which was this past easter weekend and i feel mm-hmm. like it's not i feel like I'm, it's not a holiday unless i do mm-hmm. an all and mm. Martin is like one of my favorite fiction writers at the moment. I try to read everything of his. So wow. I, I think I, I began it like maybe on 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 Friday at 10 p.m. and like mm. the sunrise the following morning. Mm. As I, um, Are you serious? Yeah. So picking Charles Martin, I've been I I I think I've read mm. like four of his uh, mm. so far and um, wonderful. But the real plug, the one you all must go out and buy today. <laughs> Tell us the plug. Uh, yeah i think it's called touch my scars by jamie obera you know mm. it's so i grew up um listening to a cassette by her husband and uh, her husband cyprian and jamie obera and i remember it like it it had this pink cover and mm. you know we only could listen to jesus music so yeah. these, <laughs> these songs were on replay and i mm. even now i can sing to them like if you play i'm like and it was it was such good music they put music to passages of or scripture and um mm. so anyway j- j- now i i didn't know them personally i just knew yeah. them. and um 20 or more years later uh mm. is written an autobiography which is it's such a lovely idea she has um women who are older than her inspired mm. 
Mm. And then women that are her peers. And then we mm. are younger than her that she's mentoring. And I, I just think that she has spoken with such godly, raw, honest wisdom. Awesome. Mm. I would really like any, and I think every, every woman should read it. Every man should read it and mm. buy it. Um, mm. Get it at textbook center. Find it on Amazon. Jamie Obera is her name. Touch My Scars is it. There is I love many- it such a beautiful story and I, I I hope more and more and more and more people tell their stories and, and trust that God is doing good in the mm. in the ordinary things of life and then just the whole idea that you know she was raised and I think even it's in the title raised by a village like mm. she I, I didn't yeah. know who I am without the presence mm. of other people it's so it, true yeah so she tells their stories as well I, let me tell you why I loved it loved it loved it um, yes. so your copy shout out to my parents who buy the books and then i read them when they buy them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> i'd say i've gone shopping to get my books and that's what I, to the house. <laughs> With that intention, I have i have a pile of books it's like in fact usually it's like mom i've not seen this book for a while and i'm yeah. yeah, so. thank, thank you for reading parents i read i know they, because they, they read <laughs> you read because they read yeah that's, that, that should be a slogan yeah. <laughs> i love it so i will i will share the links to those books um and everyone should see your face when you're talking about this book by jenny obera you look like you're about to jump off your seat like guys let's go <laughs> you're so excited <laughs> no that's true oh my goodness i love it i love it by the way i'm like by the way, it's it, about yeah. a book yeah and it's about a book <laughs> <laughs> but okay, I, I think it's okay. about books, so don't worry. Yes. Next week I have another one. But this one is totally worth it. <laughs> That's how I feel about books. Even when I get a new book, I'm just say, oh, I have a new book. I'm so excited. And he's looking at me like, really? That's, that whole joy is about a book? I'm like, yes! That's such a nice feeling when you have a new thing to lean in. The, the thing, um, uh, the person, let me say the person who I think I used to see her a lot on YouTube and I used to like like just pass her like, and go look for other things. Um, she is such an amazing, uh, I want to say conversationalist, but her, 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 her exposition of God's word is so deep. Her name is Stephanie Ike. Have you listened to her? Stephanie who? I think it's Stephanie Ike or Ike, but she's Nigerian. She's Nigerian, but, but in the States. By her, I have to think. Oh man, I have I have devoured her sermons, and she's just has such an amazing authority of God's word. Um, and yeah, I'll actually just put a link here of my favorite someone, um, which is the power of consistency. Uh, I listened to that someone, and then I just shared it widely. I was like, everybody, gotta listen to this someone. So that is what I've been listening to. I've been listening to a lot of Stephanie. I don't know whether it's Ike. Let me just call her Stephanie. It's definitely Ike. Ike, yeah? Oh, yeah. I think one of the things that is, I just, I think we, we can whine about COVID and it's horrible, mm. but it, it couldn't have come in a better time. Mm, it's it true. really just gives us access to so many people. Such Resources. Circles, but mm. what and what you consume is so different from me and so i'm like oh yeah like yeah let me see we are opening each other's world yeah. so this is yeah. what i'm listening to this is what yeah. you're reading so
So please check her out. I'll share that someone here. It's such a powerful, encouraging message. I loved it. Um, yeah, and she's an amazing speaker, which is fantastic. So, uh, Ruthpal, I when we were thinking of starting this conversation on identity, I think me and you have had quite a number of conversations. Uh, some of them I was telling you, maybe we should record this conversation and put it out as a podcast. Uh, because identity is such, um, there's such a lot to unpack when it comes to it. But let's start from the beginning. What would you define identity as? For you, like, as Ruth what, what, what is your identity? What is an identity? Yes. Um, I think I'm, I'm going to borrow from the internet. It is not my definition. Uh, Google. But, yes, yeah. So ju just Google and many other people. But I, the, I, the definition that I find most, um, I think, definitive was <laughs> mm. mm. an identity is this idea, the question of who are you at your core? Who are mm. you? The fundamental, mm. basic, when everything else is removed. Who, who are you really? Like, who are you? And mm. then this fundamental core, what do mm. you think about it? So the second part of this is like, what do you think about it? What do you perceive it? What do you mm. think about this, who you are at your fundamental core? Mm. And the combination of who you are and what you feel or perceive about it is what I think makes up your identity or an identity. Mm. An identity. I read this uh, definition by John Piper where he says our identity is tied in making God's identity known. Mm. Just so simple. Um, and when I thought about it, I was like, so there is, there is a connection between who I am and who God is and whether people are able to see God through me. Yeah. And, and I, I think it's because who you are at your fundamental core mm. is who God created you to be. Mm. Talkative mm. person is it? I didn't put the talkativeness about uh, you know. I, I just am. Mm. It's who me to be at the mental core. Mm. Um, you just uh, you, It's not that you ate well or you know God mm. created genetic mm. make really from mm. from when He created you. Mm. And so that that's your identity is that who you are is your fundamental core. And I mm. I definitely agree that. An acknowledgement, an acceptance, a valuing, a celebration of who mm. I really am at my core. Um, mm. to God. It's mm. like you know, you look at the mountains and, mm. and you're in awe and wonder at them. And I mean, I, I love mountains, maybe that's the example I'm thinking of. And, mm. and I, I love the colors, the greenery of the Abadares and the mm. sky so wide and big, and it gives mm. me or at the creator God who created that scenery I'm staring at. In the mm. same way, look at Warenga and I think, oh my God, look how tall she is. <laughs> it's too soon, Ruth Pal, too oh. soon. That, okay. <laughs> that thing that reflects the creator God is really when, I, when I'm celebrating it, when I'm valuing it, really mm. what I'm valuing is God. Mm. Mm. Celebrating him and his, mm. his creation. Mm -hmm. Some of us, I don't know, some of us have really struggled in kind of um, settling into, into this person who we really are. And I, I was asking myself the other day, why, why is it that at times I feel I have it 
And there are times when I'm like, I don't know what is going on with myself right now. If you ask me, what is Waringa? Who is Waringa? I'm like, even me, I don't know. So it seems, it seems very easy to define, to say, you know, who you are in your core. It seems like a very yummy thing to bring up. But so many of us are still fighting, um, kind of figuring out how does that look like? You know, if if really, how how does that look like for me? And one of the things I think I was even mentioning to you earlier is what are the things that are kind of distracting me from really focusing on who I am? What are the things that have are maybe defining me and they shouldn't? And so they make it really hard to sit and think who is Waringa in her fundamental core? And it is okay for me to say, I really, I'm still in the journey of finding that that yeah yeah and i i mean please don't listen to me and imagine that i have more wisdom i just mm. have to listen mm. to me i'm sharing what it, it's i anyway leave the disclaimers alone the one thing i think anybody around me will hear me say a lot is i have a perception problem mm. I, I lose sight of what i should be focusing on so easily mm. and then it, hours, weeks, months, years later, and I'm like, wait, what? I had gotten it. How am I mm-hmm. still? Mm. I think this is why this identity, I mean, the definition matters so much because mm. the, the, there are so many things in conflict with, with, under, with accepting our identity, embracing it. Um, I love that. I think there's, there's the, the truth of the matter, I think even as, as, I, as we think about our identity as who we are as our fundamental core, the, mm. it, 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 there is the, the world or people, everyone is probably like nodding their heads because mm. who you are, the whole idea of you've got to be yourself is mm. currently in this modern age, a moral absolute. Because mm. something that, you know, is a standard, please, mm. just being themselves. Mm. And so the concept that your most at peace with yourself when you become most like yourself has some truth, but not all truth. It's not the only mm-hmm. thing that matters. Mm-hmm. And then at time, you know, this figuring out who our fundamental selves are is mm-hmm. influenced by our upbringing. And I, I mean, mm-hmm. I, I was mentioning this in a previous conversation, how um, our culture, at mm-hmm. least I, I like the well, we grew up similarly, our culture mm-hmm. is, encourages from a very from a very young age encourages uh a focusing on like i think you hear this a lot asking mm. for five year olds who mm. do you when you grow up because mm. from a very young age you there's something else you know which is very mm. different i think mm. probably the west where they are looking at who you are and trying to mm. affirm you and say mm. oh you like climbing trees oh my goodness maybe you'll be a rock climber mm. or, like, I don't know, playing video games. Oh, look at you. Maybe you'll mm. be a... So there's mm. the, the idea that you look at what, you know, someone's gifts are and allow them to grow these gifts as they get to know themselves. Mm. These are the, like the old school culture where we come from, which is you're only successful or good enough mm. when you are this other version of yourself. When yeah. These sorts of things... There are so many, there are so many ideas. Mm. And this, remember, it's, it's how I perceive myself. So if mm. I perceive that I should have been, you know, shorter than I am, and that mm. beautiful or accepted or whatever, and mm. I am not as, I, as I ought to be, then mm. I, this sort of conflict between mm. something I cannot change, mm. 
and then the what the world considers consider so this i feel like there's a lot of um conflicting information coming at us all the time and mm. it is so true it seems like a moral absolute mm. so and it's so i i know i lose i, I lose uh, perspective mm. and i i have a perspective problem how i mm. am always losing perspective and um it's really really <laughs> important to just be conscious of that and mm. be working at mm. providing ways that you can mm. find Mm. And and when he said that um, who we are and what the world is saying is always in conflict, I like that. I like to say the world is very loud. I don't know if you feel that sometimes. I feel the world is loud. Um, today this is what is trending. Tomorrow it is this. Tomorrow is that. Tomorrow is this. So sometimes it's so easy to lose yourself as you're trying to catch up with these things. I I have found myself. Even times when I have just deleted social media for a bit and I'm like, hey, I feel like this is now starting to form certain perceptions in me. And I can feel they're conflicting with probably what the word of God says. I'm like, why is this, this so, so, so much? And so some of the things I ask myself, what are the, let me say the negative identities that I have worn and taken them to be the truth. And for me, one of them, especially when I was, I was a bit younger, okay. Um, that was last year. I'm kidding. But <laughs> when you say a bit younger, people think, oh, in your teens. I'm like, maybe I'm just talking about yesterday. <laughs> but um, but but one of the one of the negative notions that I had was especially when it came to relationship, there was a lot of um identity that I derived from what kind of relationship I was in. Mm-hmm. And so there was no minute of briefing of let me just, it was, uh, if this one is not working, let us, let us move, take our bags and move to another one. And a, a lot of time in my 20s, that was really what I was focused on. I was focused on, I have to have somebody. And that defined me. And that defined me for quite a bit of time. And even getting to a place of um, um, maybe just even getting married later on, um, I was at a I was at a better place. I was at a healthier place, but even in the five years, I can still feel there are still moments where I have to remind myself who Waringa is away from being married and all these things. And so, what are some of the things for you that you feel held a negative identity over your life, which is not based on mm-hmm. truth? Yeah, I you know I, God has a name for for it. He calls them idols. Mm, it's true it's actually idolatry it's true um i think they say that if you get the first uh, commandment right you shall have no other god you know besides mm. then all of the others usually go in order mm. and uh, it's tim keller again tim keller that name you should google says that we our hearts are an idol factory mm. consistently and constantly um, i like that new idols mm. <laughs> Take us and, and these idols um, become the external image mm. that 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 becomes the negative um, mm. part of our identity. Mm. So again, the definition of identity, who you are at your fundamental core, what mm. do you feel about it? And mm. then I think the the, the the image, especially when we, we talk about image, it's when the external world is mm. forming our identity or forming mm. our perceptions of our identity. Mm. So, find that you know like you were only feeling comfortable when you were mm. in a 
It's true. It's true. I, I think I, I, pro I probably began to think a little bit more deep, more deeply around this in uh, around 2013, 2014. Um, mm. Doing a Bible study fellowship study on the books of the first books of, I think, the, the Pentateuch minus Genesis. Mm. And I remember just the whole study, allow, you know, re reminding me about a different idols in my life. And I, I remember mm. just beginning to acknowledge mm. that this job of mine <laughs> that, mm. I loved, that was, I was doing very well at that time. Mm. I, was, I was winning. I was making moves. Mm. I was mm. doing things that brought me joy. I had, I had a name on the door. And mm. I, 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 was, I felt very proud and, and content and satisfied with the work that God had given me so much so that mm. it had become my sense of self. It was the achievement that I had. It was my identity and it had now changed from, from becoming a, a good thing to mm. becoming an idol. Mm. Therefore, what, how it went determined the, the sen my sense of being, mm. whether I was doing well or not. Mm. I, I was allowing the world's influences to determine mm. who I was at my core. I, I, the, in fact, I think about how it was impossible for imagine, to imagine me depending on God to help me do the work. It was this work needed to be done at these standards. There was a way that I thought about the work. And I mean, I still struggle with that thinking even today. But I, I'm talking about the season when I began to be aware of it. Please note, it wasn't it was months and years. Years, yeah. What is this happening? And... I, I love how, I think during that season, because I, I think God is so gracious. He doesn't let us live in, in our, our sense of not knowing. Mm. He brings this information to us slowly over time. And mm. I remember across a Jimmy Needham song. Jimmy Needham has this album called Clear the Stage. And mm. he defines idols as anything I put before my God is an idol. Mm. Anything I want with all my heart is an idol. Mm. Anything I can't stop thinking of mm. is an idol. Mm. Anything that I give all my love is an idol. And I mean, mm. even as you think about it, there, mm. right now there are things that you're giving all your love that are mm. not. <laughs> mm. There are things that you want with all your heart. Your heart, yeah. There are things that, that, there are things that you cannot stop thinking of. Maybe they're even people. <laughs> true that's true that, that's they, they've taken the place of god in our hearts in our minds mm -hmm. in our lives mm -hmm. and so they're, they're forming our identities in ways that mean that we are looking we are we are, we are looking for to achieve our identity mm -hmm. rather than achieve it oh, and so just 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 say that again ruth Powell, please that's again profound. We, are, we are looking to achieve our identity rather than receive it and by the way these are thoughts you hear a lot. I mean, I, I've, I've heard them from someone. This is not original to me. Mm. Um, and I, I think I, I, I credit Bible Study Fellowship, Tim Keller, lots of other people, everything I know, the internet. As I said, mm. beginning mm. to allow me to understand that I was struggling to accept the gospel, to, to accept mm. my salvation mm. as something that I was credited, that was credited to me. My righteousness was something given to me. I didn't need mm. to work for it. Mm. Because mm. if I understood that it was something that I didn't need to work for, something that mm. was given to me in all my brokenness, you know, God says that while you are a sinner, mm. I 
and yet I died for you. Mm. This God who had gone ahead mm. and had already determined to provide me with his righteousness ahead of time mm. uh, has credited me with righteousness without me needing to do anything. So mm. my identity is not something I need to achieve. It is something I am receiving. You're receiving. And when I get to that place where I have this correct perspective mm. about things, then I'm not needing to add things in my life um, mm. to give me identity. It mm. means I can work for the joy of the work. I can mm. rejoice in it. It's mm. not my name being great. Although, mm. you do your best. I mean, ideally, that you live and apply yourself to the best of yeah. your ability. Absolutely. But looking over my head at what my peers are doing, mm. not, the comparative element disappears. Mm. Then all of the other things that are achieving for me an identity disappear. Mm. It means my body doesn't need to look a certain way. I am, I am exactly the way I accept the way God has, has created me. That's I, a really I, big one. I receive mm. that identity that He's given me because mm. anything that is more fundamental to me, mm. I do. anything that is taking up, giving me meaning that isn't mm. God. Then I go and I, I, I want to remember the truth, this truth. Mm. I, want to, I, I, I don't often remember it. I know I forget it. I know I don't. Mm. But I know that when I do, then I'm not fighting mm. <laughs> to, be, to achieve something. I, mm. I, I just am. Mm. I sing. I might not have the best voice in the world. I still sing. Mm. And, I work. and I might don't have to be the best in the world. And I still work. Mm. And I can cook and I, I can give out my baking to my neighbors. They mm. don't need to be the best thing they ever ate. But mm. it's a kindness and I do it anyway. I, I take off the, the pressure and the weight mm. what the identity has to be in order for me to feel good enough. I stop trying to find my esteem. Mm. Mm. Because mm. God died for me. He already mm. said, I love I love you mm. because I love you. That's a mm. Tim Keller song, which I just, mm. I love. That God, mm. God has literally said to you, I love you because I love you because I love you. There is no reason. There is no, no reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and identity that leads from that place mm. is truly free. Mm. And, and I, 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 do, I know I'm, I am not there yet, but I think mm. even as I speak about it, I'm like, this is what I want to be. Yeah, I know. It sounds so so beautiful to be in that space where you're like i'm just here to receive what god has said is who i am yeah but but when you talked about the the identity that let me say the weight that we carry based on what we want to achieve to get our identity and especially as women you're you're almost tagged when let's say you haven't achieved this part of your life it they the society can make you feel that there's a, there's, a, there's a negative mark on you. Like, okay, yes, you're doing well, but you're not yet here yet. So can you, can you try and, okay, you're doing okay, but there's this part of you that is still not. And there's so many cloaks that we put on. We put on the identity of, um, of our careers, as you're saying. We're in, the, we're in the era where women want to want to move in their careers as fast as men are moving. Um, we want to 
climb the corporate ladder. We want to have a family. We want to be married. Um, you not fitting a certain mold, you know, it kind of starts looking like, eh, okay, you're doing okay, but you can lose a few pounds <laughs> probably. So there's always something. And one of the hardest part for us, let me say for myself, it is accepting that I am exactly how, where, what God wants me to be. And I was telling you earlier, that has been one of my greatest challenges. It's just that you know it, but accepting it. Just sitting and saying, I am this person. I am here where I am. And my identity, because it's tied in Christ, then I'm exactly who I need to be. And just separating that has been very difficult for us, where we feel like something is missing in our lives because we haven't achieved. And that's why that definition for me really just stood out. because. The, the, the quest to achieve outweighs receiving what God has said. But I, I, I mean, I, I, by the way, I, I relate to that so much. The, the finding my esteem in these mm. things, this external thing. Mm. I mean, am I not in the longest season of mourning <laughs> that mm. it looks the age where I might need to just accept that God's plans for me might not include marriage. Mm. And if they don't include marriage, then might not include children. Mm. And what does that mean? What do you mean that I don't get to have the joy of walking intimately mm. with a human being, having them mm-hmm. be a witness to existence for the mm. rest of my days and, and enjoy what that gift of companionship is? Mm-hmm. What do you mean that I to you know experience the joy of motherhood mm. um I, I don't know i mean can god be good if he doesn't give me these things mm. um who am i if mm. i don't get these things I'm, 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 am i am i can i can i stand up can i hold up to society to my mm. family to the world mm. and do i even have a voice if i don't have these things mm. because i am the esteem, I'm, I'm making them my, they are my raison d'etre, my mm. reason for being. Mm. And, and idols, they interfere with how we are able to perceive God's love. Mm. Because it's like this tag, this really deep desire, and if I don't get this thing, then who am I? What am I about? At me? Mm. Or what's left? Mm. Can, can God possibly bring joy into my life mm. if he doesn't give me this thing? Mm. Can my life be and whole and meaningful. Oh my goodness, here's a big question. Can I fulfill the purposes for which he created me? There we go. Without mm. Mm. Can I, in, in, in the version of, you know, can I not be wifed, not be mothering mm. and still fulfill the purposes for God, that God created me for? Mm. And that was end of part one of our conversation on identity. Part two, we discuss identity versus image. This was such a good one. You want to stay tuned. So please subscribe to this podcast uh, to get notified once an episode is out. Thank you so much for listening. This is the Inspired Podcast with Warenka Gada. Have a good one.